0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Millions of people have had a dog or have a dog or have multiples of dogs. I've had one in my life um, virtually since I was, well, was a little kid, I had a dog. But then as an adult from the time I was about 18 or 19 until, t- well, two years ago, almost always had at least one dog in my life. I love them. They're great companions. They they never connive. They never scheme. They don't know how to lie. They just want affection, a walk, and a goodie. And there are times and there are cases where dogs um, bite, and they quite often are provoked into biting. And there are very unfortunate situations, and uh, people get hurt badly. And so out of that has come breed-specific legislation, or BSL, and out of that has come a ban, essentially, on pit bulls in different parts of the country. The problem is it's difficult to identify what a pit bull is. Now, legislation, and I'm just looking at it in Ontario, and you'll forgive me, please, if, uh, in the rest of the country, but I'm sure you've had uh, BSL issues in your province. Pit bulls are the, uh, the issue du jour in Ontario and have been since this legislation was passed, the current legislation was passed in 2005. Uh, Just recently, Premier Ford was going to start to relax this legislation, and I believe said essentially that it was going to disappear. But there was a dog that was involved in an incident in biting and had been taken away from home. I'll give you the short version. Was allowed back into the home and then allegedly bit a 13-year-old. Um, at a martial arts studio, and the dog's owner owns the martial arts studio. And maybe you've heard the story, read the story. So what is a pit bull? Well, under the legislation, a pit bull terrier, or a Staffordshire bull terrier, an American Staffordshire terrier, an American pit bull terrier, a dog that has an appearance and physical characteristics substantially similar to any of the above dog breeds. Good luck with that. Because what the people do who create the problem dogs, and generally, in my view, the problem is the owner. Bad owner, not a good situation to the dog. Um, They will breed one, what they assume to be aggressive dog, to another aggressive dog of a mixed breed. So now, how do you identify what a pit bull is? In fact, Michael Bryant, who was the attorney general in Ontario, who introduced the Dog Breed Ban legislation in 2005 passed it. Mr. Bryant failed a test himself. He was asked to identify a pit bull from a series of photographs of dogs, and he couldn't do it. Rebecca Bratter joins me. She's um, the head of Bratter Law Corporation in Vancouver. She's an animal law specialist, and certainly British Columbia has had its issues with BSL, Rebecca, thank you very much for 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 joining us. You can, you can, yeah, you can explain this so much more eloquently and better than I. So let me step step aside and tell us what the argument is for BSL and why it's wrong.
1: Well, let me just start out by saying, uh, BSL stands for Breed Specific Legislation. Now, I can't tell you on national radio what other acronym that stands for, but to give you an idea, it would be bull. LEAP legislation. So you can have an idea of where I'm going with this. Breed-specific legislation is completely ineffective, inefficient, and in my view, and not just my view, but many others share my view as well, is cruel. What it does is that it targets specific breeds, or purportedly even, just, just the, the definition that you read out before in Ontario, right, under the Dog Liability Act and what a, what a pit bull is defined as, how on earth are you supposed to accurately identify a dog by saying something like, a pit bull, a pit bull is a pit bull terrier or a dog that looks like a pit bull? What the heck does that mean? Uh, you certainly can't get a lawyer uh, explaining what that means. You cannot get a veterinarian to accurately say what that means because it's in the eyes of the beholder. And like you said, the AG of Ontario or Mr. Bryant at the time um, failed the test, but you know, arguably he's just quote unquote, just an AG, right? Um, But this, that same test or similar test, I should say was done repeatedly uh, there's a study where that used that test for animal control officers across the United States. They're they're given this poster with about 100 or so uh, pictures of dogs, and they were told to pick out the pit bull on this poster, and the vast majority of them got it wrong, or, or at least they included dogs that they thought were pit bulls, but were in fact not pit bulls, like American Bullies, which is a story that you just told in your introduction. Right, right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's ineffective because there is just, it's very hard to actually enforce it and to properly apply it, right? Like, again, for the reason, how, how do you apply something that says, well, something that looks like something?
0: So if I, be- to, if I were to, because I lost my dogs two years ago, I lost them within three weeks of each other. Yeah, sure one one died of old age and the other one was almost immediately diagnosed with Skin cancer that was rampant, and so we had to have him put to sleep. So within three weeks, I lost both my dogs, which is tough because they're very much a part of your life. But Mm -hmm. how are you supposed to – so what would happen if I were to replace – you can't replace – if I were to add a dog to my life now? Mm -hmm. And that dog had the appearance of, to someone, of a a pit bull, and that someone – calls animal control and says, I think the guy in that house has a pit bull.
1: Yeah, I know it's very sad. I mean, I would advise you to not get a dog like that if you live in Ontario because because that dog could just arbitrarily be seized, detained, and not given back to you. The problem is that breed-specific legislation punishes good dog owners and not the bad dog owners. Right. It will just make the bad dog owners turn to another type of dog that they feel has that tough appearance and and gives them whatever they're they're really looking for. And I cannot begin to tell you the number of times that there has been wrong identification of a dog here in British Columbia. There, back a few years ago, Fort St. John around Christmas time, there was supposedly a pit bull. Uh, that attacked someone, turned out to be an American bulldog in Yaletown, which is right outside of our downtown here in Vancouver. Again, it was reported that a quote-unquote pit bull killed a puppy. Well, it wasn't a pit bull. It was a Mastiff bulldog cross. And I could go on and on. I mean, the latest example, the well-known example being out your way in Ontario, right, with the American bully. An American bully is not a pit bull, Really what we need, we need legislation that focuses on behavior of both people and dogs. And I think we need a holistic approach where we start with education with children in schools. So I think,
0: yeah. Rebecca, let me get you to hold on for just a moment. And we'll come back and we'll talk about that, about the the direction – but should be taken. And I had a situation where my little guys were still alive. These were my wife's dogs. Now she passed away. They became my. I mean, they're always my dogs too. But my joys dogs, dogs of choice personally were, were always the big dogs like Rottweilers, Shepherds, Dobermans. I know people are saying what's wrong with that guy. Those are the dogs I had. I know how to train them. I know how to. I know how to how to uh, get the best out of them. And mm-hmm. and they were always friendly. They're always great dogs. They were not aggressive. They were protective. That's their nature. But they were not aggressive. You had to make the first move. And then they'd tell you, eh, maybe not the best idea, right? So the dog's telling you, I'd stop if I were you right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you have to learn to communicate and to read their behavior. Exactly.
0: So, Rebecca, if you have a situation where you do have a dog that for one reason or another uh, is deemed to be more aggressive than the dog should be, I'd always tell people get a trainer, make sure the dog is properly trained. But what do you do in a situation like that? If the if the law has to come into play, what makes sense?
1: Well, before I get to that, I just wanted to dispel a couple of myths. Sure. Because now, because we're we're talking about BSL and and pit bulls so often come into this conversation, it just people still think that well we should ban pit bulls because they're inherently aggressive or they their jaws lock, they can't even let go or or their bite pressure is so high. Let me just say a couple of things about that. It is a complete myth that pit bull jaws lock. They do not lock. They may, Some of them may be determined, just like any other dog, but their jaws do not lock. In terms of bite pressure, pit bull bite pressure is not, there is absolutely, I, I shouldn't say zero, but there is very little published scientific, peer-reviewed literature that shows meaningful comparison of biting power of various breeds. And the little bit of literature that exists out there, at least today, shows that German Shepherds, Rottweilers, um, and and those two breeds have actually a higher biting pressure than pit bulls. So I just wanted to dispel that myth. Sure. And, And how they're fighting dogs. They're actually, while some of them may be used for fighting, they started out as nanny dogs in the UK because of their inherently gentle, friendly um, loving nature. So
0: well, I'll the Staffordshire Terrier is still is still described as the nanny dog in England.
1: Yeah, and and they still are. I mean, for every story that you hear out there about a quote unquote pit bull that viciously attacked, there are numerous other ones that are living normal, happy, loving lives with their families, and they're not any different than any other dog. And I say that not just because I love animals, as I'm accused of of, of being, but in my professional. Career where I defend dogs, I don't see a difference between Labradors, Golden Retrievers, German Shepherds, Pitbull, you name it. A dog is a dog, a person is a person, and it comes down to the individual dog and the person and how they live together and and how. That's right, it's a combination, isn't it? Pardon me. It's
0: a combination. It's the dog and the human, the human and the dog. So, what, so, what, so, in that we have about three minutes. What in the. What what to you, and based on your experience, makes sense as far as legislation or legislative effort may be concerned to deal with dogs that bite?
1: We need a responsible pet ownership type of of, uh, legislation. So a holistic approach, starting with our kids, to educate our kids how to approach dogs. For instance, not to run up to a strange dog. Uh, to always ask before petting a dog, to give dogs their space. But in terms of legislation, we need legislation that targets known risk behaviors and factors. So things like making sure that dogs are uh, neutered or spayed, because we know that if dogs are not neutered or spayed, their hormones can go out of balance, and that's when, when trouble can arise. To target at-large dogs, so dogs that are running off uh, off leash in areas that they're not supposed to. Targeting neglect, this is a big one, where people leave their dogs tied up in their yard for hours and hours and days at a time, sometimes for the lifetime of the dog. The dog gets loose, the dog becomes aggressive. So we need to target known risk factors and behaviors in order to prevent aggressive behavior, both on the part of dogs as well as people. This is a people issue just as much as it is a dog issue.
0: Yes, it is. So, um, and and it's never a breed issue. It's never, it's never a breed issue. So, someone who uh, in 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 Ontario, what's the law? In, what's the law in British Columbia as far as BSL is concerned? What's that, what's the legislation say?
1: The, there are various municipalities. We don't have BSL or complete BSL in British Columbia, so there's not a complete ban. But there are various municipalities that restrict certain breeds and in and how they're allowed being kept in the community. So there are cities like Burnaby and Richmond and a few others in British Columbia that still have BSL type of bylaws where they say if you have a pit bull or a dog who looks like a pit bull, that dog always has to be muzzled, leashed. There are certain property requirements that a person has to abide by. Hmm. But right now, Ontario is the only province in all of Canada that has an absolute ban on pit bull dogs or dogs that appear like pit bulls. And the good news is that um, um, here, at least in in various parts across Canada, the municipalities that have BSL type of bylaws are repealing them because they see and they've experienced how inefficient and ineffective it is to have them. Yeah. Some hopeful Ontario will do the same and come to its
0: senses. Yeah, I hope so too. But, you know, we live in a country where first-degree murderers are released or convicted murderers are released,
1: yeah. only to kill again.
0: Uh, yeah, but, exactly. but, but let's ban the dogs. Let's, let's ban the dogs. By all means, let's ban the dogs. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.